Hello everyone and welcome back to the Planet Protectors podcast. Woohoo! Today we talk all about wetlands, why they're important, and the problems that they are facing. Before that whole thing, you need to hear this episode's riddle, so let's hear it. What has a bed but never sleeps? The answer will be revealed at the end of the show, but before that, let's dive into some wetlands. Wetlands, you might be wondering why I did an episode on them, but really, they deserve an episode all about them. So, what is a wetland? Well, a wetland is a land area that is covered in water and looks like a swamp, but I mean, a little nicer. They're usually located on the edge of lakes or oceans. Oh, and get this. 13% of Canada is covered in wetlands. Some incredible wildlife live in these habitats too. Some like turtles, ducks, beavers, ospreys, fish, otters, frogs, and many more species. Wow, these places really are cool. They also regulate a bunch of different things that humans rely on, and animals also rely on them for food. They provide fresh water. They act as storm and flood water protection. They help prevent us from a drought. They are home to animals, and they are a natural water filtration system. But I still wouldn't drink water from them. Now, let's focus on some certain wetlands. You might be like, what? There are different wetlands? Yes, these are just like the big ones that I'm going to talk to you about. So the first one is the Everglades wetland. You've probably heard of this, but this wetland is located in Florida, USA. The wetland is also its own 1.5 million acre national park. That is over 6,000 square kilometers. Now, we have to remember that it is Florida, so there are alligators, and they have more diverse wildlife than they would here in Canada. Some of their wildlife include dolphins, deer, fish, alligators, water snakes, otters, Florida panthers, and and more. They have crazy ecosystems down there. This wetland is also one of the biggest subtropical, so like semi-tropical, partly tropical, areas in North America. Because of this environment, there are nine different discovered ecosystems. That means that there are nine different, almost communities of organisms, including animals, plants, and bacterias. And it it really is a cool habitat. Unfortunately for us, there this extraordinary place is under threat. Almost all wetlands are. Before I talk about other threats, I need to talk to you about one more amazing wetland. This next wetland is located in British Columbia, Canada. It's the Columbia Wetland. This is the largest wetland in Canada, coming at over 36,000 acres, which is a lot smaller than Everglades, but I mean, it's the biggest one in Canada. Some wildlife like eagles, beavers, bear, different fish species, moose, elk, and osprey, wolf, cougar, muskrat, great blue heron, and many more species. The terrain is on the rocky mountain side of things and it's more of a rocky mountain trench than a wide open space. People also call this wetland a living treasure of the world. Alright, now let's talk about some of the threats and the wet, not just this wetland, but all of the wetlands that I mentioned today, and pretty much every wetland in the world is facing at least one of these threats. 
The main threats include agriculture because they're being drained for water use for like sprinklers and farms, invasive species, animals that don't belong to their ecosystem, they're being in- into the they're being introduced uh if you want to learn more about invasive species i think i have an episode on them probably like the first or second episode but anyway you can check that out um air and water pollution so pesticide runoff from farms is also going is going into everglades and other wetlands climate change and construction as well so they have more than a couple threats so now that is a little depressing let's talk about what we can do to help and let's actually do these things because some people are like oh yeah okay i'll do that but never end up doing it but i mean you can at least try to do these turn off the lights when you're not in a room easiest one out of all of them uh just absolutely easiest Some other things that you can do include trying not to use toxic fertilizers, not driving in your car as much, I basically say that in every episode, and you can save water by turning off the tap and having shorter showers. If this means not singing, then maybe try to change your routine. Volunteer for organizations that will help, that are helping, is another thing that you can do. Now, let's go into a segment that was at risk of cancellation, actually. It wasn't, wasn't like, the favorite uh, segment. But you know what? This one's actually a really cool, really cool one. So, let's get right into it. Welcome to Did You Know? This episode's Did You Know? is... There's a school in Guatemala made out of garbage. You heard that right. Garbage. Rubbish. Trash. Well, more eco-bricks. An eco-brick is a plastic bottle with as much trash as possible stuffed into it. It's really cool, and it acts like a brick. These bottles are attached to a wood frame to form a wall. This is not the only school in the world that does this. A school in Cambodia does this, but not eco-bricks, but actual garbage. And the story of the school is basically this guy was visiting a vacation spot and saw tons of garbage and kids selling souvenirs, and those kids should have been in school. He knew that he needed to do something, so he collected trash and then built a school of trash after four years his school was in motion it was open the school is also powered by solar power of course oh and get this the kids that he teaches don't pay with money they pay with trash this trash can create new furniture and expand the building create more classrooms this really is the future and we should really be like should really be paying attention to these types of people it's very cool All right, let's go to the animal of the week. This week's animal represents springtime at the fullest. Please welcome the chipmunk. These mammals are very small yet adorable. They are about as tall as a teacup and are omnivores. Speaking of omnivores, omnivores also means they eat meat. So once I saw a sweet little chipmunk at my cottage and then a few hours later I went down to the lake and there were frog legs sticking out of its mouth. It was that moment, it was from that moment that I knew that they were omnivores. 
They also have a surprisingly short lifespan of two to three years old in the wild. Chipmunks also have over 30 species of them, and the ones that you will mainly find in Ontario is the eastern chipmunk, and that's mainly in eastern Canada, including Ontario, Quebec, and the Maritime Provinces and eastern states like New York and Michigan. Chipmunks are also very important and still are very cool. We just generalize them like we do to squirrels and pigeons, but like if you really look at them and look at their facts, they are pretty cool animals. We don't always appreciate that. Well, that was a great episode. We talked about chipmunks, a school made of trash, and we talked about wetlands. Very cool. I hope you guys make those actions to help protect wetlands because I sure am doing that. All right, let's hear the riddle one more time before I reveal the answer. What has a bed but never sleeps? All right, think of the answer right now. You can pause the podcast, take a moment to think. I will be revealing the answer in five, four, three, two, one. The answer is a river because there's a river bed, but rivers never sleep. Anyway, pretty cool. Have a great rest of your day, evening, night. I have no idea what time it is, morning. Uh, and I will see you next time for more Planet Protectors podcast. See you next time and remember to stay eco.